Hi there, uh, this is Shola Adil and um, actually out there this afternoon and Saturday uh, brought Yano down to a birthday party uh, being done by her classmate he's American, his name is uh, his name is Grant and such a lively place but I just thought I should um, sneak out to do two quick recordings uh, that I've been meaning to do and that is um the first one i'll be doing i'm gonna be doing now someone asked a question we did a whole series of tweets yesterday on valentine's day on how on breaking soul ties the first series we did had to do with um sexual soul ties what happens when you have illicit sex as in when you sleep with a woman or a man that you are not married to you know as in maybe you, you some girlfriend or some boyfriend or some silly thing that you're doing out there outside marriage so and we went through quite a lot uh in terms of information and tweets um as to what happens when you engage in this then we also talked about why women cheat and why men cheat as well and then someone uh popped a question to me asking so how exactly do i break free from this if i am entangled in this kind of conduct or behavior how do i get free from this how do i get delivered and this is one thing that um, we don't talk about a lot in church because in church we all come uh, we all turn up in church uh, pretending to be holy pretending to be okay we're all fully dressed we'll come like pharisees and sadducees and you know we act piously in church we'll carry the communion but we are going through serious stuff that is tearing us apart and nobody is ready to discuss it the standards have been set so high in church the standards have been set so high in church and um no no one no no one wants to be seen to fall short of those standards no one wants to be seen uh to fall short of those standards so what then happens what what then happens is um everybody just pretends to be okay but we're not all okay trust me trust me i speak with people and i know that people are not okay people are struggling with a lot of things but you know when we get to church we all have to pretend to be okay so i mean nobody will see us as as the weakest link in church but trust me stuff is going on now let's get to the real deal and what is it how do i break free from sexual soul ties or if you're cheating out there with a woman and you're struggling with it how do you break free from it i want to offer a few tips from the scriptures on how to break free uh from such behavior i'll give you uh how many minutes have i got um i'll give you um about two or three tips and by the way these tips i'm offering are for christians if you are not a christian well you can listen but i cannot guarantee you that it will work the only guarantee people i can guarantee this will work for are christians if you're a born again christian you're filled with the holy ghost and you you believe in the authority of the word of god it will work for you but if anything other than that you are free to listen but i don't have a guarantee that it will work for you and let's go number one 
we want to talk about your associations a lot of these habits are practiced together with people so i want to talk about your associations a lot of these habits are practiced either in concert with other people or they are practiced as a result from what you learned from other people so we need to look at your associations who are the people you associate with i mean you are cheating out of your marriage you are you know having sex freely with girls out there that you're not married to how many of your friends also practice the same thing so we're going to start with that the bible says in proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 let's turn to that proverbs 13 verse 20 proverbs 13 verse 20 so we're looking at how to break free from sexual soul ties sexual soul ties proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 yeah let me just um switch on my tablet so we can get onto it now proverbs 13 verse 20 Proverbs 13 verse 20 says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. So what the Bible is saying here is that if you are walking with wise people, you're going to be wise. But if you are walking with fools, you're going to be destroyed. Effectively, your associations go a long way in determining your future. So, if you are walking with people who see nothing wrong in shacking up with girls they are not married with or married to or you know doing stuff outside marriage that shouldn't be done then you will see nothing wrong in doing the same thing with them so your associations they matter a lot so if so if we want to assume that you have people that you practice this kind of stuff with the next step to do is to break off your associations with them now if you're not ready to sacrifice your associations with those people then you are not ready to be free from sexual soul ties simple and straightforward i don't care who they are even if they are your blood relatives you will cut down communication from them even if it's your cousin even if it's your blood cousin you will shut your phone down and reduce the amount of hours you spend talking with this person. It is better for your cousin to hate you than for you to miss heaven. Jesus even said that it is better for you to amputate your hand and reach heaven than for you to still have that hand and end up in hell. So it is better for your cousin and your family to hate you and you make it to heaven than for you to dance to their music and you rot in hell i can't say it any more stronger than that you are not ready for deliverance until you do away with those associations i'm not saying you should fight them i'm not saying you should hate them but you must cut down on your exposure to such people it's as simple as that Oh, they are my workmates. Maybe you need to find another job. You understand? 
maybe you need to find another job. Look, let me tell you something. I used to work in the same office with a man that I would best describe as a lunatic in Nigeria. Of course, it was in Lagos, Nigeria. It was the two of us sitting there in the same office. And guess what? This guy could do any woman that passed in front of him. He had no discrimination. This guy was free from discrimination. He didn't mind whether it was he didn't mind whether it was um a granite seller. He didn't mind whether it was a secretary. He didn't mind whether it was another man's wife. He didn't mind. In fact, he even did pregnant woman. He will boast of it. That he, he was also doing women, married women that were pregnant. And do you know what? I, I was lumbered in the same office with this guy. So he will be saying these things to me. And I would then be replying to him that, look, excuse me. I'm not actually into this kind of stuff. I am a Christian. So I don't do... So I don't do this kind of stuff. So please, we may need to cut down on this kind of conversation because it's not anything I'm interested with, interested in. So I told him straight. So I mean, so he, he, the guy knew where I stood. So from that point, he could no longer carry on that such discussions with me, and he would have to carry his discussion elsewhere. It's, it was as simple as that. I would rather make heaven than hang out with him. You know, doing all this kind of silly women. And definitely, if he continued with that, there is absolutely no way that guy can have AIDS now. He definitely must be HIV positive. Abba, he was like a battering ram. He was on rampage. So that's why I'm telling you now. I had to draw the line. You need to draw the line in your life. You don't just mix with just any idiot that comes along with his habits. You need to decide, this is what I want for my life. And whoever is going to play with me must be people who have the same habits and the same place that I am heading to. It's as simple as that. No controversy. The Bible says that evil associations will corrupt good manners. So that's the first step to getting free from sexual soul ties. You need to deal with these associations. They need to go. You must expel those associations from your life. No controversy about it. Then the next step I want to give to you is you also need to... In fact, before I leave associations, one more aspect of it. Someone even said to me that, well, um, I don't have friends that I practice this thing together with, but I practice it. No, you have friends, and I'll tell you. Some people are into sexual, I mean, illicit sexual activity, but they don't tell people about it. But we also know that these people are into porn. So the people you see in porn are your friends. That's your association. So the same way you would have had to tell people in the flesh that or you know cut your associations with people in the flesh over that same issue you also need to cut your association from people in the video over that same issue so you need to burn those videos you need to burn them in fire you need to set them on fire the way they set idols on fire in those days you need to set them on fire you need to delete your subscription to that porn channel if you want to be free, seriously, if you want to be free, some even argue, say, I don't know how to do sex, so that's why I buy porn, so I can know how to sleep with my wife. You are just being, you are just talking stupidly. 
the person you are watching on in the porn is the person you are associating with. Women don't even like it when you tell them that you are watching porn to come and sleep with them. Simply because when that person, you, the woman you are watching is the person you are really associating with. And by the time you get to, the, to your own wife, you want that you want your wife to behave in the same way that the woman you saw in the porn is behaving and it ain't gonna work that way in fact no woman even likes to be laid by a man with the man thinking of somebody else that she must behave like it's never done so you don't have any excuse for porn there is no excuse for it even women that don't believe in jesus no, they will react negatively and violently to you employing the use of porn to sleep with them. So that's the association that I'm talking about. Porn must go. The next one is the word of God. After you've dealt with your associations, you also need to embrace the word of God. This is where we begin to lose people who are not Christians who don't believe in God or who are not born again or who are not filled with the Holy Ghost. And let me read the scriptures uh, for that to you. Psalm 119. Psalm 119 verses 9 and 11. I'll read it to you now. It says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. So the only way you can cleanse your life is by taking heed according to the word of God. How do you take heed according to the word of God? It means that you begin to consume the word of God on a 24-hour basis. It means that the word of God becomes your absolute your absolute standard for living. It means that you develop a relationship with the word of God. It means that you develop an affinity for the word of God. That you develop a good relationship, a loving relationship with the scriptures you carry your you read your bible you study your bible and you ask god to open the eyes of your understanding to see what is in the bible the moment you begin to make the word of god your first love before you know what is happening your taste and your desire for sin will begin to drop off now when i say that a lot of christians out there don't have a relationship with the word of God. Because you may be asking that, all right, but a lot of Christians have problems. A lot of Christians are into fornication, are into adultery. So what are you talking about? This is what I'm talking about. They may turn up in church. They may brand themselves as Christians, but they don't have a relationship with the word of God. They don't read the word of God. They don't love the word of God. They don't study the word of God. And that is why they are still messed up. So you need a relationship with the Bible. You need to partner with people that read the Bible, that study the Bible. And if you don't have that, you are going to fall back. It's, it's as simple as that. I'm a married man. So I have a wife who loves the Bible. 
In fact, that if you don't love the Bible and you don't love God, I would never have married you. I mean, I made that covenant with God. God has to be your number one before I could ever consider going into a relationship with you, not to talk of committing my life and my future to you. As a, So uh, there's no negotiation about that. So at home, we are always talking about the Word of God. We are discussing the Word of God. We challenge ourselves by reading, by reading a certain number of chapters every day from the Word of God. We share the Word of God with ourselves. We share the Word of God with our daughter. So we, we, we don't leave space for other things to creep in and steal the love of the Word of God from our hearts. And let's go to verse 11. Verse 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. If you don't want to sin against God, you must cultivate the habit of hiding the word of God in your heart. Trust me, if you hide the word of God continuously in your heart and you pump the word of God continuously in your heart, you are studying chapters in the Bible, you are reading chapters in the Bible, you are partnering with other people who read from the Bible. In fact, if you are on Twitter, join up with um, this account called the LA Family. LA Family. The LA Family. They're out there in Nigeria. They they have a program where you can study the Bible, you can study the Bible and read the Bible, uh, read the New Testament through in a few months and they'll follow you up on a daily basis to make sure you've read your chapters, to share with you. They have a forum where people can share what they have learned from the scriptures and as you do that, the Bible says that iron sharpeneth iron. So the people you associate with will determine the things that you ultimately love. So develop a relationship with with the word of God. That is very important. And lastly, the third step I would recommend that you take to beat sexual soul ties is praying in tongues. Look, a lot of people, a lot of times we are we are we, we, we are plagued by the flesh. We we are assaulted by the flesh. The flesh wants to make us do things that we really ought not to be doing. But let me read to you um, stuff from Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, you know, just to see how to beat the flesh. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, I think, let's try verse 11. It says, But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you so you see our bodies are mortal it means that our bodies are subject to the dictates of the flesh but what the bible is saying here is that if the spirit of him that raised jesus from the dead is dwelling in you that he that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your bodies, i.e. your body can be retrained by the Spirit of God not to love fornication anymore. And that is where also we begin to lose people who don't believe in speaking in tongues. Look, let me tell you something. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost and you can speak in tongues, you have a lot of advantages in Christianity that others don't have. Look, if you wake up in the morning and you spend at least 15 minutes praying in tongues, let me tell you what will happen. 
your taste for fornication, your taste for adultery will begin to disappear. Seriously. Seriously. In fact, let's read another scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 2, 4, 13 to 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 2, 4, 13 to 15. Hope you are enjoying this gist. I really want to end it very quickly now. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2, it says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Then verse 4 says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. The word edify there means, in the Greek, means you build yourself up. You charge yourself up. So if you, are, if you wake up and you feel weak, against the temptations of the flesh begin to pray in tongues bust out pray in tongues for at least 10 minutes 15 minutes and you'll see the difference then let's go to verses 13 to 15 he says wherefore let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret for if i pray in an unknown tongue and my spirit prayeth but my understanding is unfruitful what is it then i will pray with the spirit i will pray with the understanding also I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. So what it means is that when you pray in tongues, God can give you an interpretation of what you are praying about. So people, you know, slag off the people who pray in tongues that, yes, you're just talking gibberish. You don't understand what you're saying. But the Bible is saying here that God can give you an interpretation, give you a revelation of what you have been praying about in tongues. So I want to stop it there. Three things I've mentioned here, very powerful principles that if you put to use, you will break free from sexual soul ties. The first one is you must abandon those associations. It is not negotiable. The second one is you must develop a loving relationship with the Word of God, where the Word of God becomes your absolute and nothing is as important to you as the Word of God. And the third step is praying in tongues. And also, these things I'm sharing with you are things that I've practiced in my life to defeat sexual soul ties seriously i defeated sexual soul ties in my own life too so i'm not sharing theory with you i'm sharing practical stuff thank you so much bye if you want to hook up with me catch me up on twitter shola adio i'll spell that for you s-o-l-a-a-d-i-o thank you see you guys love you bye